Welcome, Elder Emos. On today's episode of the Elder Emo Hours podcast, hang out with Brittany and Samit as they sit down with Ohio's finest outsider heart. How are you? So glad to be Oh, we're doing great. Just put out a song and feeling good, you know, just can't complain. There so no. everything's going really well right now. So yeah, I'll say you just mentioned yeah. you guys did just drop a brand new single uh, this past Friday, which was what, three, four um, of Monster, which is yes. incredible. Uh, very much. We were anticipating that one and it came oh, out and did not disappoint. So congratulations on that. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we're- of course, it's always it's always nerve wracking, like releasing new stuff and just being like, oh, I hope people like this. One. I feel like I feel we like it, so hopefully everyone else does. We also like teased it on TikTok so many times. I was like, everyone that follows us on TikTok is not gonna want to listen to this by the time it comes out. Oh, they're gonna. Be, we wanted people to be sick of it before it even came out. Right. So. Yeah. We were just trying to really push the pre-saves, and we, we got a lot of pre-saves on it. So it was definitely like worth the. Uh, you know the the grind the grind yes the strategies and all that so i was gonna say your good. marketing plan that you guys did for that between on social media and everything was actually very smart because again that's how we discovered you guys was it consistently was popping up on our for you page of like you guys and that one and everything which then took us to all the rest of your other stuff so whatever you did worked so congratulations yeah. again for sure it means a lot thank to hear you, that because, like, I don't know. I just love that you can post so many times on TikTok, and like, I feel like you always get seen by at least like one new person. You know, just because of the algorithm, it's just so cool. Like, that's what I love about it. Oh yeah, it, so. and if you hit the algorithm just yeah. right, you could be an overnight sensation in no time, which is super. Yeah, awesome. that's that's the whole about just trying, <laughs> just trying and putting in the effort. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's quite literally a clout slot. Machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It's like gambling. It's like pull the lever. <laughs> pull the lever. Just pull the lever. Here we go. <laughs> Is that life change today? No. Let's see. It's been we've done fortune posts and no life change yet. I'm getting. <laughs> we'll get there. Wheel of fortune. Here we go. Yeah. No. Literally. So we'll circle back to the social media things because we have a lot of questions about that with with you guys and social media and things like so, that. But I want to start out by telling us a little bit about you guys and how you guys come together, talk about your name, where that came from. What's the story of Outsider Heart? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, the story of Outsider Heart. So me and Kovi over here, we went to high school together for two years and we met each other when we were freshmen in high school. And we were both like brand new to the high school and it was yeah. like, it was a Christian school. So it was very like a lot of those kids had been, you know, in school together for years and years. And like, we were like brand new and we were very intimidated and we were very shy. And I see Kobe in the hallway kind of like looking, you know, pretty emo and like, first because he had he had some like bring me the horizon pins and like memphis mayfire pins and immediately i was like okay that's my friend right there i'm gonna go talk to that guy he did come up to me first actually yes that's how it went he was and he was like wow your buttons on your backpack like you listened to uh i think i had a bring me the horizon button Mm -hmm. um memphis mayfire one um mike him mike Mike romance and he like just like mentioned it and i was like yeah man like i love music i actually make music and blah 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 and he was like oh 
I'm in a band. And I was like, no way. And I thought he was so cool. And he, he actually like was like, yo, you should audition for my band. Like, if you want to be the screamer guy. And I was like, oh, dude, let's go. Because we were making metal back then. Yeah. My band was. And then literally, I mean, literally like a week. It wasn't, it was probably a week of us being friends that we started making music together. Yeah, it, it happened pretty it, fast. It all happened really fast. And that was all freshman, so freshman year, we were both like 15 years old. First week of knowing each other, we just like instantly clicked. And we've been literally writing music together like nonstop since that moment, me and Doug have. And then Jonah, we met Jonah probably about a year after that. It was about, yeah, so yeah, it was 2017. We were, I literally, yeah. I saw you Two guys. Years I saw you guys that. doing some some crab core moves. In the yeah, yeah. Video. I was like, this is so sick. So, I need to be in this band. There's no bass player in the video. Yep. This is my chance. So we had made a few songs then with our metal band. At, with Doug as the screamer and I was playing guitar and I was singing a little bit and we uh, we started dropping some songs and then that's when Jonah was like I want to be a part of this so he started playing bass for us and then the rest is history I mean we just have been grinding on music that at least with the three of us since then whether it's you know we were writing metal music or transforming into outsider heart you know with our other band breaking up it's just like yeah, we've been. It's been this core group, the three of us, for a very long time. Yeah, so. and I think it was maybe how long ago was it when we decided to change the sound and the name? Like we were just very like burnt I mean, out on making metal, I guess, and kind of just wanted to, yeah, you know, was, explore other that's areas. A whole, that's a whole other yeah. rabbit hole in yeah. and of itself. It was, yeah, I think it was like mid twenty nineteen. I think is when we decided we wanted to like change our name because we, yes. we dropped a full length album as our previous name. Yeah. Yep, so we changed the name to Outsider Heart, which, by the way, Outsider Heart, that name came from, you know who Architects is? I do. A band called Architects? Yep. Yeah, so... Oh, we, here, I got it. Can we... Yes, the, the Arsenal slash Architects. Oh, boy. I, I got to yes. show you my tattoo. He has an Architects tattoo. Boom, so. right there. No, I, sorry, I have to show that off every time we tell that. But, yeah, so we we uh, we took our name from, from an Architects song. They were, like, one of our biggest inspirations, like when we are starting becoming musicians, so. Yep, and we, the name just kind of like resonated with us and we also thought like, oh my gosh, like with Outsider Heart, like we could easily have like such a cool logo that's just like an O heart and just very like, I just love that logo because I feel like it's so easy to remember and it's so easy yeah. to like draw on things or like spray paint somewhere. And Well, we were really big fans of 21 Pilots growing up and I specifically remember Tyler Joseph saying like, I want a logo that like kids are gonna be drawing on their on their book bags and on their their folders and stuff like that. the logo just has to be so simple that you can just draw it with a sharpie. And that was something like we knew from the start that we wanted to do. So the O heart was literally like day one was like a must for us. So yes. that was also kind of a big factor with that name is we we're like it's just so marketable and it's so like the whole premise behind the words outside our heart is like kind of how we've always felt because we've always been kind of like the the emo kids the ones that everybody's <laughs> yeah. making fun of at school you know like we were never really like the super cool kids so we we liked the name and no, for sure yeah like, the name know. just really really resonated with us and, like it, it was like one of those moments we were actually all at chipotle yeah and we like we're kind of like thinking like what would the name be and then we were like scrolling through the, um we had a bunch of names we did yeah. have a few ideas um and then we just saw outside our heart we we're like oh my gosh like this that's the one this is it it was yeah. just like it was a moment. So, yeah. but regarding that transition into like not metal music, we did initially like have some plans on being a somewhat heavy band. You might have heard that in Leper's Bell, but like after that, yeah, dropped, the pandemic B side is the perfect like encompassing like um, like our transition into what we're doing. Yes, now. 
Facts. Nice. That's awesome. It's been a journey. I was going to say. <laughs> no, that was a lot. Sorry. Well, no, I mean, it's... <laughs> we got a lot to say. The whole uh, outsider emo kid at school getting made fun of, because that was us, too. Her and I were I definitely... Here we are, a bunch of emo kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we probably would have been friends in high school. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Brittany and I started our band when we were freshmen in high school. So, well, I was a freshman; she was a sophomore. So, so we we follow along with the same thing. However, we did not last nearly as long as you guys did, but it's fine. It's all good. (laughs) We're still here. Yeah, it's it's not easy to keep going. Just being in a band is just so fun. I feel like you learn a lot too, and it's just like a very like you know, it really challenges you to really like think outside the box and like I think writing music is just a very fulfilling thing so that's awesome you guys got to do that for a little oh, bit oh yeah so then really cool. uh, going from a being in more of like a hardcore band going up to like this pop punk type of vibe that you guys have what made you choose that yeah. sort of genre versus going towards something else like what made you resonate with this type of genre versus a different one I'm, I'm, I want to call dibs on this <laughs> alright yeah go for it because we Okay, so, no, I mean, literally, we, uh, yeah, so it was it was quite a journey because we, so I had primarily been writing most of the songs when we wrote heavy stuff. I had been doing most of the songwriting, and we went and we wanted to record this heavy EP in L.A. with um, with these producers. They're really well-known producers, but I won't say their names to, to spare them because we had a pretty poor experience. And we, we went there and, and dropped a ton of money. We were completely broke to record this EP that we never even even ended up putting out. And it was, like, just so crushing and defeating that, like, we came back from L.A. just completely, like, penniless, just completely beat up and, like... Are like are we even gonna do this anymore? Like like how are we gonna even continue when we don't even have a, a releasable product from going to LA for two weeks and dropping thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars? And then we said, Well, we're not just like not going to write music, we're gonna keep writing music and it was like it was like magic. Like we got together and I specifically remember I had my bedroom in my studio at the time or my, my studio in my bedroom at the time and and we we got together and, and worked on this demo that Doug had been working on called Designer Blind. That's what that's what uh <laughs> that's like what, the rest that's used what to like be the rest was called, yeah. Because truthfully, like even me as a as a songwriter, like I cannot write metal. I, I'm not very good at guitar. you know, most of my songwriting abilities stem from the piano. So like personally for me, part of the reason why I wanted to transition to this sound as well is just because I feel like it's so much more easy for me to be creatively involved and to like, you know, write this kind of music because it's not so like, you know, playing like crazy riffs or anything, or, you know, it's, I mean, like we do have some crazy guitar parts because Kobe is a very, very great guitar player. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I literally like was in my room and came up with this like verse. The verse for yeah. Then I brought it to Kobe and Kobe's like, yo, like this is actually a really cool vibe. Like I've never like heard your voice on something like this before. And um, and we wrote and then so we only had the verse and then he brought it to our bed to my bedroom studio and we wrote the chorus together yeah. that night and uh, it literally was just like it was one of those things where like I love to reference like how Lady Gaga talks about how she wrote like Born This Way in like thirty minutes and like all of her best songs she like she was like I wrote in a day it came and together very, very it was fast. one yeah, of those so. things where like the second we opened up that session and started writing that chorus, it was like the whole song just like immediately made itself present to us. And we, we realized we were like, 
like we have like a sound here and we have like a really really great song like and i feel like us, probably the best one we had ever written truthfully at that point. yeah and i feel like us being in a metal band and like having all these other you know i just feel like we all listen to so much music and we're constantly listening to new genres and all this like all these new artists and stuff i feel like we have so many influences that like really helped us create a sound for outside our heart you know like something so unique and special just because of our background honestly you know so it's been really it's a, fun, it's a yeah. lot of small taking from a bunch of small different like things. Like Kobe loves yes. Lady Gaga. Like that's yeah, he he, he worships Lady no, Gaga. No, I didn't realize that at um. all. <laughs> 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 well, that's so, so yeah, it's been cool. That's awesome. I mean, especially coming through the the switch seems like it was more of a natural thing for you guys instead of being a very abrupt one, which I think is a lot better for a band because then it's not a huge learning curve for you guys. It's just taking your skills and being like, okay, let me apply it to this versus the other. Um, Absolutely. So I've, I've noticed, yeah. uh, I noticed and I'm going to ask this question. Do you guys have a drummer? Yes and no. Okay. We, we, <laughs> we have, we have a live drummer who plays for us live. His name is Mitch Arnholt formerly known as The Retrospect. He is an amazing musician. He also sings in his band called The Retrospect. Um, he is absolutely phenomenal, amazing human being. He so plays great. drums so for great. us. He's, so he's he's in the band. He's our drummer, we would say, but he's not necessarily... He doesn't want to be like a pictured member right now because he just is doing his thing with The Retrospect sure. and whatnot. So he it, we keep it the three of us, but we also have my little brother, Jeffrey, He's uh, he's just four, three or four years younger than me. He actually plays live guitar for us. But we consider everybody to be in the band, really, because you know I feel like everything we do, it's pretty much the f the five of us. When whenever we're playing shows and actually like doing music, it's it usually involves the five of us. So yeah. Um, but it, the three of us are really just the core, like like really pictured members. So yeah. Yeah, and our and our, and our drummer is very. He's such a. Gosh, he's he's like he, he runs he runs marathons all the time. Like he's crazy. He <laughs> runs so much. He works out so much. He's just very like motivating. Like he's always like I'm always here for you guys. Like I'm like he's like I'm your guy. Like he's just such a like an amazing just soul. A like he has horse. such his hype is endless. Such a great view on life, and he's really like helped us like stay positive in music and stuff. And because yeah. it hasn't always been that way for us. Like we have had some pretty bad like morale over the years. Like just like feeling really defeated and like even even when we released like the rest and anyone but you like when we started releasing those new songs it was kind of it kind of sucked at first because it, it was like we had re released leper's bell which we had not anticipated being as successful as it was because leper's bell actually had a pretty big impact on a lot of people that we did not expect so then all of a sudden we had this shift in the sound and a lot of people were really disappointed in us because a lot of people wanted to hear that more heavy stuff, you know, and, and we obviously kind of have something different in mind now. And so Mitch has been a huge help to us, like just feeling confident in ourselves and like we can write whatever we want, yeah. we can do whatever we want and people will still love it. Like we, we, people will still love us. People will not be mad at us. Like it is okay. You know? And I feel like Leper's Bell like was the perfect transition track from like our old band to what we are now. Like I feel like it was just like the perfect balance. Yeah. And it's not to say that we, you know, won't do like some heavier stuff in the future. Like, I mean, I could totally see us doing we, yeah. I could definitely see us, you know, like kind of dabbling around and like, you know, I mean, even like, I feel like, you know, we have heavy parts, like even in, 
like like the rest or monster like especially like the bridge like just very like energetic moments that ha- are so like guitar based and yeah. just like really are impactful so you know yeah i yeah. mean to also piggyback on that there's something for you guys to keep in mind especially when it comes to the morale piece granted we're not mitch when it comes down to it but uh when you make a shift into a different genre like that, just also keep in mind that you're also entering into a completely different fan base. So even if your fan base doesn't really, doesn't really is disappointed in it, as you had said, you're going into a whole different fan base that's going to appreciate it so much more. So what you guys did is what you guys did is something that's not easy for any band or any artist in that matter, switching from one genre to another. But of all the stories that we've heard from other bands that have made that switch, it sounds like the way that you guys did it was a lot smoother than just abruptly stopping versus picking up in something else. You you took a song, yeah. blended it with where you were going, and then transitioned into this whole new genre, which is very difficult if you really think about it. So make sure you give yourself kudos for, sure. for that. Hey, thank yes, you. Absolutely. That means a lot. That's thank really you. good to hear. Thank you. So I, I don't know. It's, we don't. It's hard for us to think about it that way. So thank you. Well, that's why. That's why we're here. We're a lot older than you, so we're like yeah. we're like the elder emo moms over here. Okay. So. Um, so speaking of this, the sound that you guys have and like the success and everything that you had. With Monster coming out, Monster was, again, as we talked about before, it was an excellent release for you guys. It was incredible. Congratulations on that. Talk to me about the story behind Monster and how that came about. Um, I want to know more yeah, about that. Sure. All right. Um, so first of all, the I love Monster a lot because... I come from a background of EDM music. <laughs> and when I was in uh, fifth grade and like middle school and all that, I was obsessed with electronic music. Skrillex. I, I thought it was so Sunny cool. Moore. Um, I, I, used to, I used to even like make it and stuff. Um, we knew Sunny Moore when it was a signed EDM artist. Last, when he... so. yeah, 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 baby. <laughs> hey, you know what? Great band. Great. I loved, oh my gosh, so good. <laughs> um, but something with like our, the Outsider Heart sound that I feel like is really cool about us is that we really emphasize like the synth parts and i almost wanted monster to feel like a like a club song in a way because you know that pre-chorus hits and it's just like you got like that driving kick drum Mm -hmm. and it's almost like you know that course is almost like a drop where it's just like so like whoa like here's everything at once and just so like impactful and i think um i really really like wanted that song to, to have club vibes, and I really feel like we nailed it with this one, just because it's very like it's very catchy. And even the lyrics, like the first lyric of the song, "I saw you dancing out at midnight." We want like, it to be a very like, literally like, like you're yeah. in the club and you see somebody you love dancing with somebody else at midnight. Like saw your true form. Like like if we had it my way, if we had like a thirty k budget for a video, I would have totally done like a huge like almost like Euphoria inspired like video, like something like that because. That, when we wrote that song, like those were like the images of really my head. dark, yeah. very vibes, like very yeah. like neon colors and like just very like out in the city at night and just you know I wanted that song to bring those vibes. So I think we definitely nailed it with this one. And obviously it was also very vampiric, like you said. Yeah. Um, I love vampires and I love teenage heartthrob, you know, like books and shows. And I just wanted that song to be a very you know like kind of like relationship based and it actually did you know come from the lyrics definitely stemmed from very personal things 
in all of our lives, I'd say, you know, with like relationships that we've had even. But it, that Wait, song has been, dated been we have been writing that. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> maybe, maybe, who knows? Who knows? Some this is this is something that we can't discuss. I'm getting yeah, out. We can't disclose this. <laughs> NDA from I'm secretly no. talking about myself but we've been writing this song for a uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Because definitely, we, this song was like, we started it, um, it was funny. Me and Jonah were sitting down yeah. in Kobe's living room, and Kobe's like, I gotta go to work. And I was like, all right, me and Jonah are gonna keep working on stuff. And, I forgot about you know, that. we made that, like, little synth thing that, like, kind of goes throughout the whole song, and, like, Kobe came back and was like, yo, like, I actually, like, this is cool. And basically, like, we kind of, like, wrote the uh, pre-chorus and the chorus that night. No, we didn't touch it for a while. Like we just put it. In we our didn't demos. touch it yeah, for probably. Long. It easily was six months, and yeah, until it was a we while. until Monster really turned into like what it is now, like it was a it was a Dropbox demo for a really long time. And it was one of those songs too where we we were like, um, is this like worth it to finish? Like, w- will it turn into something cool? Like because it, it was one of those songs that definitely had to be mixed like just mm-hmm. right. And we went through so many mix revisions for that song oh it was just ridiculous be, just because we were so like our mixing engineer hated us there's there's so many like but different sounds and so many different synth parts that i was we needed to be exactly right it was very precise and anyone um, but you is the same way as yeah. well just because it's so built around the drop of the song where it's like you're building up you're building up you're building up and then oh my god here's the chorus like when when that build is is not like sitting right it, i mean it it is very noticeable and like it drives us freaking nuts. We spend so much time, and we literally will go over to our mixing engineer's house and like sit down with him. And because we're literally just insane about how we want it to be like so specific yes. and, and to hit a certain way, because I feel like everything has to feel like a certain way inside of you, and it has to be satisfying in your soul when when the chorus hits. It has to be like. Yes, like this is everything that I wanted out of this chorus. And, and for Monster, like I will say, like it's a pretty, it's a pretty repetitive chorus. But like I feel like it's one of those choruses that's just like so like easy to remember and so, you know, I can totally see myself. You hate that you love it. Yeah, I, I can see my, I can see us playing it live and like everyone's just singing along to it because it's just so easy to remember and it's just so like it's also a very jumpy song, which is what I love about it. It's gonna be very easy to like get the crowd to like all jump to it. Um, and, that, and that's what I love about it. It literally is just like a, a club rock banger. Like that, that's what I wanted more than anything. I'm just so happy like with all the imagery and everything we got to do with it as well. It was really fun to cover myself in blood and <laughs> do some new photo shoots and all that. I will say um, we are dropping the video on our own channel. Um, is it this Friday we're doing it? Um, uh, yes, but for when this, hang on, let's. I want to. I want to make sure. Go ahead and keep talking. Yeah. So we will be dropping the full video, and I will say, filming the video was definitely. We did it when it was really cold outside, and um, March eleventh. Yeah, March eleventh. We'll be hosting it. We are. We've already had some channels, like promotion channels, uploaded. To be honest, but we'll like really emphasize it, like when 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 we upload it ourselves. But filming that music video, oh my gosh, it was it was a pain. Like it was, a, it was, it was, a it was, it was no very cold. I was covered in fake blood, and our music he was like shivering. Our, like, our, yeah. like in front of the like the car scene where I'm like in front of the headlight at the very. You know, he was like, my our music video director was like Doug, don't breathe, like stand still. He was like, I'm gonna don't spray water breathe. on your face and have a fan going on you too. So, <laughs> yeah, literally. Because like the first the first like part of the video is me kind of like looking dead, and then like I kind of like start singing come to life has the verse so he would he would like come up with the camera and i would like blink and he'd be like 
we gotta start over uh, and i'm just like oh like please like <laughs> i mean and mind you it was it had to have been 14 degrees maybe oh, even it was co- maybe even colder and he's I, just wearing a tank top and this like thin and that, jacket like, thin. and literally in between takes he's like shivering like this he's like i was like nah, we gotta get like, this done man i was like and then it's, but as soon as that camera started i mean it i mean literally it was it was inspiring like as soon as that camera started rolling doug just instantly just would like snap out of it and just like would lock up and just instantly be be in it i mean and you can tell like when you watch the video you see his performance in it and it's like you could never tell that he had been there, freezing there is, his there, ass there is, off for the there past is real two tears. hours there's real tears for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was it was grueling for him and our video guy is Oh yes, and then also like getting like the flower shots too with the flowers around my head. That was very hard because like he kept spraying my face to make the blood like look like runny. So like he'd always be like, "All right, Doug," and I'm like, "Oh." And we just did it over and over again. It was honestly, it was probably unsafe, honestly, because of how cold it was. Like it was probably like I think it was like Loki starting to freeze on my face. Like that's how cold it was. Absolute hypothermia. Hypothermia. Yeah, really. It was worth it. We it had to so get the take. I came home, so and like even my parents were like, what the heck? Like why? Are, you know, like they were just. He drove home with all of his makeup on. on. He didn't take it off. So what was it? Four a.m. When you got home, or it was like close? it was like five a.m. Yeah, 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 we, we were at, we were out shooting. Into, we didn't like leave the shoot until five a.m. And it was so funny because I'm in the car. Like if I got pulled over right now, this would be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be like oh, did you kill somebody? I'd be like, no, like I swear it's for a video. <laughs> so funny story, actually. Um, yes. So I work in film. I work in film. You I'm do? a special oh, effects oh. artist for film. So no, no way. way. Yeah. So when it comes to that, depending on what you were using, there are alternatives that would not make you freeze your tail off. That probably you know would be better, but. <laughs> Your adrenaline usually we kicks just, in when you're filming, so you don't feel that way. True. But um, I had done, yeah, that's <laughs> the worst. You should never use that. That is the absolute worst. Oh, no. Absolute oh, Okay, where are you based out of again? North Carolina. <laughs> where, are you, where are you guys? Okay, we'll come to North Carolina for the next video, and we'll have you guys. I live at the beach. So, so. I'm Ohio. Ohio is like, it'll be like 10 degrees one day, then the next day it'll be 90 degrees. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, Ohio is so... So, I worked on a music video that had, like, a major car accident scene in it. And, like, the dude got thrown through the front windshield. So, like, he was all cut up and bloody and gross and everything else. Well, he decided also not to change out of that when he went home that night. And went through the drive-thru at Taco Bell. Uh, to get food. Oh, yeah. I thought about it. I was like, I want to right now. Well, <laughs> after he went through the drive-thru of Taco Bell, uh, he got tailed by a cop because Taco Bell called the cops thinking that he was, like, severely hurt and going to Taco Bell oh, and got pulled over that's... and taken to the hospital and had to explain to them that it was not real, especially when he pulled the fake glass oh, out of his arm. And, yeah, needless to say. I would have been like, at least let me eat yeah, it was like the <laughs> highlight of my career. That was what I did. That is that's very cool. So, wow, hey, you know what? Yeah, I put that like, on your resume. Yeah, that goes to show how well you did. So. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good job. So, yeah, we actually have multiple. That, that, that yeah. stuff that you guys use, especially if it's really cold, 
mm, no, because that's hypothermia in a bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <next laughs> literally, he kept saying, like, oh, gosh, it, it keeps drying up. Let me spray you with more water. I'm like, no. Like, I'm so sick of the water. So next time, if you decide to beat yourselves up, let me know, and I'll give you some tips so you don't die. <laughs> Okay. We'll definitely shoot you a message. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like help us let, us. let us know what we There's can do. There's a blood this. that you can oh, get oh. that's thick and it dries thick and it stays and it tastes like dental floss. So, and it's relatively that inexpensive. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're like blowing our minds right now. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's actually so awesome, though. But yeah, that's more than happy to help. Because, like, they. They made they put some in my my mouth too, like I kind of dripped down. Of that? And, yeah, it didn't taste very good. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I probably would. That, I probably could have. I'm died. pretty sure it like, says on there not to ingest that. <laughs> yeah, you know, but we got to we got to get the shot. You do it for the shot. You, you know? didn't. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta sacrifice oh, your liver. Gosh. You literally put your blood, sweat, and tears in those music videos. What you're telling me. We, we, yep, we put it on the lines. <laughs> oh, I was. All right. Either way. Yeah, and then, like, either way, that's awesome. Nicole, We're so it was, it was very excited to see that music video come out. We've seen the snippets and everything that you guys have posted. So um, I'm very excited to see yeah, it. Sure. Uh, I know Brittany's very excited to see it. Um, but we, yeah. as you know, we've had a lot of interviews prior to coming onto this one. So, of course, we've talked to a bunch of different bands, a bunch of different places. Yeah. And talking to those bands, they have kind of gotten to this habit of asking us to ask other bands certain questions of like, hey, if you're interviewing somebody, ask them this question or whatever. Okay. Um, we interviewed Friend Circle not too long ago. And yeah. we were talking about the interview process and they were talking about one of the weirdest interviews that they had ever been on and a question they got asked. And... Okay. We decided to steal it because we thought it was really funny, and we've gotten some hilarious responses oh, from it. So, no, I live for the stuff. So let's go. If Hit me with it, the question was: <laughs> If you guys could be any sandwich, which would you be, and why? Ooh. All right. <laughs> Let me think about this one for oh. a second. No, mine. Mine is easy. Mine right, is go easy. Through. I got to think about. Oh, um, my. Hands down, Monte Cristo. Ooh, good call. Absolute. The best. Good call. So, so good. So good. With the jam and everything. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> be honest it's with... the best sandwich. It's the best sandwich ever. So. But now I'm like kind of self-conscious of my answer. Yeah, I don't know. Monte Cristo. That's like so like, we've gotten <laughs> some ridiculous <laughs> answers. So, <laughs> Which then turned into a conversation about whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich. Oh, like Our, Jonah, like fun fact. Toast, fun like, fact of Jonah, he's he's vegan. So, so I, I'd be like a plant-based Reuben, probably. Ooh, Ooh. Okay. I like a plant. Okay. Plant-based Thousand Island sauce. Yes. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, let's go. This is real. So. Doug. All right. Let me think about this one. So okay, there's this restaurant in Columbus that's called the Pearl, mm -hmm. and it's a very very good restaurant. And Can they they have, this, they have this they have this they have this hamburger there, that I kid you not, it's won awards. Um, it's like, how do I describe it? It actually comes with like jam on the side. It's a really weird combination of stuff. And I know, it, here's proof that it's good. So Gordon Ramsay has eaten there before and had that burger and said, this is a good burger. So <laughs> this is a good burger. 
Gordon Ramsay has approved of this burger. Um, and yeah, that's the sandwich I would be because it is so delicious. It just melts in your mouth. And I, oh my gosh. What's it, well, what's it called though? So I'm going to look up the menu right here, right now. Um, <laughs> he knows what it looks like, but he doesn't know what it's called. But Gordon Ramsay approves. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. Your menu. Let's see here. Because um, here's the thing: if I was this burger, honestly, like I feel like I I would just make people so happy, and I that's what I want. So here we go. Here. Plant-based Philly. Okay, it's a really lame name. It's the Pub Burger. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the Pub Burger. It's it had. It has cam. It has cambozola cheese, tomato jam. Um, yeah, so it's oh. it's just so good. Oh my god! What is that cheese? I've never heard of it. Funny, he went with our drummer. That uh, he was the one that took me there and said, "Dude, if you don't get this burger, man, you're gonna regret it." And I was That's like, "All right, taste. I trust you." And once again, burger. once again, the man did not fail me. It, like was, that burger. Was I like that question. That was a good question. Great question. That was a fun one. Yeah, All right, so, I like so now it. we've got a. I would be the pub. Burger. We've got another one that might be a little bit harder. <laughs> so, do you okay. guys know like? First of all, were you guys around during MySpace days? Did you guys ever have MySpace or interact with MySpace? Never. Only heard the stories. We were six years old. No, I wish. My brother had one, and they're the same age. I don't know. We, yeah, no. We. I was on. I was on webtoons when. Okay. Yeah, and like that's what I well, was. Well then, do you about. understand like the concept from MySpace? How it was? It's kind of like Facebook, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you could put like profile songs on there and well, top eight. When you open, yeah. Okay. Kind of. So a little bit. Right MySpace was one of those things that you could put your own, your own. You could put a song on your profile. So anytime that somebody went to your profile, you would have a, yeah. a profile song, and that was like that told okay. us everything that we needed to know about a person. At the end of the day, so. The question right. that we got asked in a live one time that we've brought into our podcast as well is if you guys had a MySpace page today, what would your profile song be? Uh, oh, Paper Gangster, maybe? <laughs> no, 100%. What? Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea Smile by Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. The biggest MySpace in, in history. You know what I would do? I would do. Um... <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what you would do. Kind of unpredictable. Alligator one. No, no, no. Hold on. Sax, dude. Um, it would be um a song from Dear Diary, uh, um from first to last. Uh, let's see. It would be. Note to self. Wings of pestilence. Uh, secrets don't make friends. Oh, that's a good one. From first to last. That's what I would. That's a good one. So good. I mean, that, Wait, that, rec that record is awesome. Oh, dude, I actually probably, I don't know, man. Probably I like it by DeBarge, honestly. DeBarge. I was like, he said something about a paper oh. gangster, and I was a little confused. <laughs> paper gangster by Lady Gaga? It's an old, it's like no one knows about it. It's yeah. a very old Gaga song, and we, we co covered it. We covered actually, it on our TikTok. Uh -huh. If you scroll way down, you'll find it. Um, it, it turned out pretty cool. It's just like an OG Gaga song. Yeah, I I was yeah he was the, yeah, I, I he's he was, the one he was the one that grabbed that one. If it weren't for Kobe, we would not have known. That was so. my idea. Just about Gaga, she's an icon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 just the paper gangster. Just about, just about oh, the song. I was about gonna song. say, oh, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, just. <laughs> 
No, no, it was just my idea. Lady Gaga. No, no, Lady Gaga invented me. Actually, (laughs) true. Makes sense. Um, So, talk to me about we. We've heard about a a couple things as far as what your influences and everything are, obviously. Um, But talk to me about individually. What are some of your biggest influences with your music individually? You go first. Me, yeah. all right. So I guess as far as like my bass playing is concerned, I'm actually really into like old like soul and R and B records. So like anything from like Motown, like old Jackson Five songs. James Jamerson specifically is a bass player that like does not get enough credit. He was he's kind of he's kind of like the Mitch Locker of Motown. Like nobody knew about him until he passed away. Because but he was on like every record. Even like he wasn't like not an actual child of the Jackson Five. Even played bass on any of their records. But Adam really into him. Victor Wooten's another bass player I really like. Um, and he's really, really excellent. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go to me? Go here, me. I love those, Jonah. Um, I'll go. Do you want me to go next? Sure. Yeah. All right. So big ones. I mean, it's a huge songwriting inspiration is Gaga, the lady, Lady G. I mind, you know, little monsters. Um, and then uh, we could do, let's also. I mean, I gotta put. I gotta put 21 Pilots in there because uh, I mean they're probably the reason I started songwriting, and I just love how freaking weird they are and how unafraid they were to like just shatter walls and break boundaries. 100% one of my big ones, and then another really big one for me is probably just it's got to be classic like Bring Me the Horizon just. One of the, I think, truthfully, one of the greatest rock bands of our generation is like completely slept on. They can do anything and everything they want, and it's awesome every time. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so, one of my biggest, you know, reasons for making music and like starting to make music was definitely uh, Sonny Moore. I have to say it, like, it's, like, because he's the reason I actually got into rock music because I. Funny enough, I discovered Skrillex first, and then that's what made me discover From First to Last, was because I found out he was in an emo band. And when I listened to From First to Last, I was like, oh, this is great. You know, so um, that was a huge, he has been a very huge inspiration for me. Um, And then I would have to say, Bring Me the Horizon as well. Um, Oliver Sykes has been a very, very influential vocalist for me. I actually used to like try to imitate him all the time. Like I feel like he helped me like learn how to sing with like grit and stuff, um, and how to scream truthfully. Like I feel like he has really helped me just like discover my own sound, honestly. And I've been listening to Bring Me since I was like literally in like eighth grade, and that band has always just been like every record they like always surprise you, and it just makes me so happy to see how well they're doing right now too. Like they're in like the top five hundred in the world right now, which is absolutely insane. Um, so yeah, that is a huge one for me, and then. Gosh, let me think of a third one here. Um, if I had to pick, I would say, let's let's see. Oh my gosh. Um, honestly, like I really love early two thousands music a lot, and the used has to be up there for me. Like I really love the used. I wasn't David Guetta. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely, like it's funny because um, when I was really young, I went out to eat with my dad and like one of his friends. And his daughter was there, who was like a little bit older than me. And she actually like worked on Warp Tour for like a few summers and like kind of helped, you know, like cater and stuff for the bands. And she was the one that told me about the used. And me and my dad like bought a used CD not long after that and put it in our car. And like me and him always listened to the, to the first record like all the way through all the time. 
And yeah, that's the one reason like why the use is very like sentimental to me. Um, and, and plus like Bert McCracken, like the singer of the use has such a cool, unique voice and he's definitely like influenced me as well. And um, AFI is also a really good band that I, I really, really love. I love um, yeah, AFI. Yeah, so yeah. The way, the way he sings live is just like, I just love vocalists that have character and aren't afraid to like do weird things with their voice and like really like stand out. And I feel like the way he sings and the way that he presents his vocals live is just so unique and so interesting. And it's just like really like has helped me kind of like discover how to like add certain inflections and in certain parts and like maybe like sing soft here, or like, you know, scream this way or like you know, like yell emotionally on this line or like, I'm just so like, you know, vocals are so important for songs. Cause like, you know, the, the more majority of people hear vocals and are like, okay, like this is, it's a make or break. This, this, this is what's people. getting me into the band. And like for us, like I want the emotion to re really be emphasized through the vocals. So yeah, those are just a few. There's definitely like a lot of other people I could name that have inspired me, but those are definitely like some really big ones. Sure. So, so there's yeah. a lot of common, common thread between you guys as far as bringing me the horizons concerned is that's been mentioned quite a bit in the time that we've spent here today. So oh. then let me ask your, your opinion mm -hmm. on the Ed Sheeran, bring me the horizon mashup. Oh yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah. I think it's great. I, I think it's it. awesome. Very, and I think cool. I think it's it's huge for them because I mean obviously now they're top 500 artists in the world. And I think it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I think a lot of people don't get to like a lot of people who never heard of Bring Me the Horizon before are now like getting to experience like, you know, really um like experimental music and really like just boundary breaking music because i think that's what's most important at the end of the day is like is, is people getting to experience new things and in, in a light that is like more more um palatable so like if somebody hears bring me on an ed sheeran song they're like wow i'm really into this i'm gonna go listen to that's the spirit i'm like oh no to me that's what it's all about and that's why i think people shouldn't be afraid to collaborate like at all and it's yeah. in any capacity because i think that's what music is all about is bringing people from different backgrounds together and it doesn't matter what walls you have between somebody else the second that you two like a song together everything gets breaking down and and you guys can then somebody can just connect you know i have to say when i first saw it um i think i don't know whose instagram story it was but i was not like expecting it at all like i just thought ed <laughs> i just saw ed sheeran singing and i was like okay then all of a sudden i heard ollie like just like let out a really deep growl and i was like I was so confused. I was like, I was like, wait, who's that screaming? Then I saw it was Oliver Sykes, and I was like, I was like, is this happening right now, or am I just like in a dream or something? Like it was just so surprising to me, and it made me so excited. So I, I just feel like Bring Me is also one of those bands that has gotten so much hate, like in their early days, you know. And you know, I feel like they've really like earned the respect yeah. they deserve now. It's cool. It's cool to see like Oliver Sykes, like a vocalist that inspires me so much, get so much more like love and support. So. It's, it's, it was really cool, I thought. Yeah. Very cool collaboration. So something something to also keep in your cap as we've been talking about this, because I feel like all of this is coming full circle now. Um, so, again, with talking Bring Me the Horizon yeah. and having them get the attention and things like that, as well as you guys talking about how you went from, like, a genre change, Bring Me the Horizon did the same thing. So back in the day, Bring Me the Horizon was oh, a sure. lot harder than they are now. Then it was, like, this small hiatus, and then they came back, and they're in a different genre. Still harder but more of a different genre, which is kind of, you guys are kind of having a parallel story when it comes to that. 
but it also is making them accessible to a different group of a different fan base to help with their success. Yeah. So yep. first circle moment 100%. right For there. For sure. For sure. Like I but I feel like it was one of those things where it made us unafraid to try new things and to realize that, you know, Bring Me didn't stop being like an amazingly successful band when they when they decided to try something different. And I I don't see us like doing anything like crazy different when it comes to like genre changes again because i think we're sitting pretty comfortably and i think we found like something that really works for us finally because i feel like everything we've made in the past just hasn't been like the best version of what we do and now i feel like we finally found like a home and a place to be and we can (laughs) there he is still be experimental without um like a genre change necessarily but yeah they definitely made us unafraid to like take a leap and just dip our toes into something a little different yeah i think it's just very inspiring to like because i feel like our our band is in a spot where it's like there's so many different things we could do or like so many different directions we could take with this style and i will say like bring me definitely is a very inspiring band as like even like with 21 pilots like you know people who aren't afraid to like really like take risks and try to form an identity for themselves and not really care about like oh I can't do this in the song because like it's not this doesn't sound normal or it's like weird or you know like I feel like they've really inspired us to like definitely take risks and stuff so yeah I completely agree have you guys ever considered covering a bring me song um honestly we haven't I mean we we have kind of crossed them off from like they're too close like to us when it comes to like inspiration wise that we want to like we don't want to get pegged to like a certain band and people be like oh you sound like this band or oh you uh, affiliate yourself with this band a lot you know we kind of have always wanted it to be like outsider heart is like an independent thing and i feel like we do have a lot of like influence from from bremians in some songs in some certain ways and so i we definitely try to like if we're gonna cover a song, and, and and honestly, we we've been pretty good at this. Like I feel like I'm I like that about our band. Like we cover weird songs. Like when we cover songs, we don't cover songs that typically you would see people. Like we cover Broadway Girls by Morgan Wallen, which is like a a, a hip hop country hit. Like like <laughs> we we have to just always want to kind of solidify and create our own like stake in the ground and be like. This is outside our heart. Like this is something okay. different. This is like yeah. we're we're inspired by a lot of people, but but where yeah. can I find this cover? Because I have not heard this cover. It's on TikTok. Yeah. On TikTok, yeah. It's on TikTok. Okay. Okay. I, I, but it hasn't been released I anywhere. I, no, no. We just do these for TikTok for fun and kind of yeah. just are like Killing if it me. like does really well, well maybe. I know. I know. Killing me. I'm so sorry. But it's on TikTok. Killing me. But I mean, that's that's also it. Also, <laughs> makes you guys super unique if you take those random songs versus being ones that, like, a lot of other people do. Because then it it keeps it interesting and yeah. it keeps you guys it keeps you guys relevant. At the same time, to be like, yeah, look, yeah. this band just took a country song, a country rap song, or whatever they're calling it now, that genre, mm-hmm. and turned it into something totally different. Like, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. I have to say, like, our that one turned out really, really cool. Oh like, yeah, was, and like. I feel like the whole point of covers is bringing your style to it and like seeing what kind of flavor you bring to the table as opposed to being like we we've sounded like this band somewhat before the perfect absolutely, the perfect absolutely. example of how i think about covers is when this is a very specific moment in history but it was when adam lambert 
on American Idol covered Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash. And it was like a moment in history. It was, he had such an original take on that song where it was just a completely different song, but it was so, so cool. And that's how I've always thought about, like when I do covers, I want it to just be like a hot, fresh take on something that like, you would never expect it to sound like that. 100%. And make it something new and make it fresh. I won't um, lie, though. I will say I did cover Bring Me Song on TikTok already. Um, it was just like a really quick one. Like, it, just, what did just, you just, cover? It was uh, Die For You. Oh, Die For You. You did that recently. Very uh, short, just like just to do it. But yeah. When we cover stuff like as a band band, yeah. then well, we, we make Because I was going to say, not too long ago, great. Bring Me had the whole like open verse challenge type of thing for people to kind of make their own turn on... Um, can you feel my heart? Say what? Yeah, they had like an open thing for it. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, that's where a lot. Of, that's why you see a, hear a lot of the covers of that song because they had like an open verse. Thing. I think that was when Jarrett. You remember that? That was when Jarrett did. Yes. His, yeah. his yes. Oh, and that's yeah. that's what that's literally. Mothica did it too. And our our video guy played. Yeah, Mothica, a great artist. Oh yeah, she's awesome. I love her. Oh yeah. Very very cool. <clears throat> So, yeah. So, talk to us, like, again, you've got your single that just oh. released and everything. Talk to us about what's next for Outsider Heart. What can we expect from you guys in 2022 that Ooh. you're allowed to tell us? Ooh. Okay. We're, we're, that's the great thing about us is we're an independent band, so we're allowed to tell you anything and everything <laughs> we want, and I love that. So, I, let's, I mean, we're, we're announcing, we're announcing an EP on March 11th with our music video, and it's, it's called the Entertainment EP. And it is so sick, and it is—it's going to be a collection of some older songs with uh, some of our new songs. But we—we're trying to drive home this new genre that we're that we're we're trying to create, and we're calling it power pop. Somebody called us a power pop band. They were like, "What do you think of these power pop bands?" Whatever. And I was like, "I've <laughs> never heard that in my life." We loved it, and yeah, I love so it. Cool. And we are taking it. We are we are claiming that right now <laughs> in this moment. So this is like us publicly say, stating we are, <laughs> we are a power, power pop. We are band. a power pop band. Guys, power you've heard it boys. here Outsider first. Heart. Outsider Heart is a power punk band. You have heard it here first. Power pop. We are not indie pop. We are not pop rock. We are we're not, not, we're not alternative. I'm kidding. We are. We Even are though Monsters says alternative on night. <laughs> and so, and so, really, so we have a new EP coming out called called the Entertainment EP. It's going to have a new song. Um, it's going to have some uh, some other cool stuff on there. Um, also, there will be a Crop Circles re remix on there. Ooh. I'm just yes. gonna say it now with it's a feature, and it's gonna be. Oh, yeah. It's so sick. It's a whole fresh take on Crop Circles. You get to hear it in like a whole new light. Yeah. Oh. I think cool. it's pretty cool. amazing. Now, do we have any plans for? <laughs> also, we have a head. Yes, we do. Yes. Is that so, announced yet? So, not no, it's not. Yet, but no. uh, first things first, we have a headliner, a hometown headliner, April 1st. Not a joke. <laughs> um, happy April 1st. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 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 sold out. And this is the first time we've ever sold out, like, our headliner. So Congratulations. We're very, very excited. Awesome. We're, like, putting... Yeah. That means the world. It means the world. We literally are putting like every every ounce of energy into this headliner. Like it's gonna be a very memorable night. We're getting like a light show for it. We're doing some covers on stage. We're gonna play all the songs and like have outfit changes. We're like we're going crazy on this yeah, headliner. We're going, so we're going nuts. It's gonna be. We're gonna put on a show for everybody. So and we're only gonna play in Columbus probably once this year. Just that show. So that way next time it's like and, you gotta get your ticket. And you know? so with that being said, we do have a tour coming up. Yes. Um, in, in May. Late May. In May. 
but we'll have more details on that soon because it's still like a little bit in the early stages but there's some really really great bands on this tour and we're like really, really excited we're going to be collaborating oh, and with also, them as well so uh, both carolinas are on the list i believe for places that yes. we'll be stopping so because nobody else is we'll stopping in north carolina <laughs> Yeah, we will be. I think the last two dates on the tour are North Carolina and South Carolina, as of right now. So we'll definitely hit you up if, if we're coming to North Carolina. <laughs> For sure. You're probably hitting Maryland then, right? I don't think... We're stopping in New York. Yeah, I think that's, that's as close as we, as we get. It's only two weeks, unfortunately. But, yeah, we're really excited. It'll, it'll be a short and sweet tour, so... That'll be awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's when does that start? Up. Lots of. Uh, I believe late so. I, technically, the day that they say is the twenty second, but that's not locked in yet of May. Yeah, we don't. We I think don't it, have official date yet. first dates, but no. it, I think it's like late May. It's yeah. like May twenty second, maybe. I think yeah, it's through, the first. Yeah, it is twenty second through June fourth. Yeah, May twenty second through June fourth is when I, we're I expecting have... anywhere around that time. Yeah, and you know. Some of those days may be off. We're not sure. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, that's exciting. I have it right here. So it's it's supposed to start um, May twenty second. Yeah, and then it'll end fourth, right? June fourth. Yeah, and that's NC actually. Oh yeah, that is kind of a short one, but that's good though. No, yeah, definitely. I feel like I got our size. Like, oh, yeah, no, we couldn't. It, do it, it wouldn't make sense to do anything longer than that right now. Honestly, I feel like if, unless, unless we, we got picked up on some bigger tour. Yeah, big, but big this will be more of a yeah. grind tour because it's it's with like another band that's kind of our size, so definitely gonna be like really pushing for like the locals and stuff to bring people and trying to just really get out there for the few people that you know do like us in those areas. So it'll be yeah. good. Well, if you're if you're yeah. coming through North Carolina and you guys need a place to crash that's not in a van, you're more than welcome to crash my place. That would be. I've got. We will. There we I've go. Got a would be amazing. Huge amazing. house with just me and three cats. So as long as you're all right with. Three cats. So yes, I want I want to meet the cats. Yeah, so, I want to meet cats. everyone. That's, that's gonna be it. One yes. of them's already made an appearance in this video, so. <laughs> I saw his little that? butt in his tail pop up. Did I miss it? Yeah, yeah I missed it. Like, yeah. Gosh darn it! Can we rewind? I'm getting. Can we rewind? <laughs> well, that's it's something you've got a lot of exciting things happening coming up very actually really soon really. Yeah. yeah, well, that's all the stuff we got coming up really soon because we have, I mean, we have been, we have a lot of songs that we're sitting on right now. So we have a lot, a lot, a lot of good Let me tell you, some of these demos out. we have are definitely like so some of the most like amazing stuff we've ever done. So very we're, excited. We're, yes. Yeah, so we're writing for our next move after this EP. So we're, we're already like coming in full swing with like our next body of music. I'm just going to drop this, this here as well. So. We're going to make a video for anyone but you. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you're. Oh, no, that was. <laughs> it's happened now. That's yeah. something to be said about that. One of those. That's like exactly like how like the rest happened. It just came together like in one day. Yeah. And we just kind of knew what was gonna happen. Funny story about anyone but you. Just real quick. I. It was all acoustic, and I brought it to Kobe's house. And I was not planning on showing them the idea yet. Because he thought it sucked. And Kobe, Kobe was like, have you guys been working on anything? I said, and Jonas showed something. And then I think Kobe played something. I was like, um, here's something that I worked on. I don't know if it's good or not. And then they heard it and they said, Doug, we're, going, we're driving to your house right now, get the laptop and come back to the studio. We're going to work on this tonight. And 
So it It'll definitely was one of those. It's one of those songs where like they saw the vision because it was so minimalistic at first, and I was like having trouble seeing it being what it is now. And I think Kofi heard it and said, "Oh my gosh! Like I need to grab the guitar and like start pr- like producing this from the ground up. Like this is gonna be a banger." And sure enough. Became one of our favorite songs. So it's probably my favorite song of ours. Yeah, that was also written pretty much in a day. Yeah, that's pretty song came much. together very very yeah. fast. Besides so. like productions. Also, one of those songs that like was mixed eight eight different times. Oh, like, yeah, we made revisions on that. Yeah, one. very very picky. We we're very picky. So you're announcing this so, EP on yeah. Friday. When can we expect the actual EP? Yes. Um. So the EP. So right now it's kind of a little bit in the air we have a few things like on the back end that we're trying to figure out with like just fun stuff like distribution and playlisting and whatnot and just making sure we have enough time but our new single entertainment the title track from the ep will for sure be dropping on april 1st the night of our headline that's not a joke people and that is, is not a joke it is not a joke and it is probably i think it's the most like i like to put it simply, like, it's the most perfect song we've ever written. Like, I think it's, it literally sounds perfect. Everything about it to me, like, the production, the vocal takes, we spent so much damn time on this song, <laughs> making sure that everything about it was perfect. Like, it's a pretty good song. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm just proud of it. I'm just proud of it. I, I think it's gonna be really great. I think we're, I think it's gonna do big things for us. That's awesome. So, yeah. so it sounds like April yeah. Fool's Day is going to be the big day for Outsider Heart. That is not a joke. That is an actual yeah. thing. Yeah. So <laughs> it's an actual thing. We'll be getting uh, the new single. Yes. Yes. We'll be hearing this Friday, the 11th, about the EP, as well as the music video. You guys have a lot of exciting things. Plus, there's a tour that's yeah. coming. Like, look at you guys. Yes. Lots look at all ones. these things that you're doing. And just think. Oh, uh, oh, we're announcing the merch drop tonight. Oh, look at that. New merch. I was going to say, I thought you were wearing an Outsider <laughs> Heart shirt when you stood up before, and I was like, wait a minute. Yep. Merch drop merch announcing draw. tonight. So, oh, oh look at that. What? That's so Awesomemusic.com. Uh, anyway. What is it? Say your <laughs> link one more time. Outsiderheartmusic.com. Look, there you go. Click on the shop button. <laughs> and then hit shop. Hit shop and then, and then make sure the that you check out. Please make sure that you check out yes. and then make as sure well. You, make sure you put in the credit card. I'm kidding. Yeah, and Doug. And you can Doug. pay through a credit card, PayPal, however you want. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> you we've got you. We will on. take it. To just put it in there. <laughs> That's awesome. So look at you guys. I mean, from where we started this interview talking about where you guys have come from and the different things that you've gone through to where you are now, like revel in that. Look what you have done. Look where you, look at this. You've got EPs coming out. You've got music videos. You've got singles. You've got merch. You've got tours. Like, come on. That's awesome. No, you're right. You're right. It's awesome. So yeah. ride on that high. Because that's the best. That's the best euphoric yeah. high you can be on, and take it a run with oh, it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, we awesome. we are. We're yeah. we're always aiming for bigger and better. We're shooting for the stars, but we're that doesn't mean we're not grateful for where we are and grateful Absolutely. for all the our opportunities that we're getting right now. Because we are. But we we got big dreams though. We Good. I think uh, it's only gonna get bigger and better over a couple of years. Good. So. 
Yeah. Well, guys, we are approaching that hour mark for this episode. But again, we wanted to thank you guys so much for coming out and spending the time with us today. Um, I'm glad we can make schedules and everything work um, to get you guys on here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Outsider Heart on here today. Please go find them on social media. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on TikTok. You can find them on Apple Music, Spotify. Plus, go to OutsiderHeartMusic.com. Make sure you get merch, all of the things. And if at any point you go through and you listen to Outsider Heart, please let them know that the Elder Emo Hour sent you. But, gentlemen, again, thank you guys yeah, yeah. so much for spending time with us. We're very, very happy thank to have you. you on here. You believe the first podcast experience today. This is so, the best. This was so fun. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot you of made, fun. You made this, like, we were kind of nervous because we were like, oh, my gosh, like, we've never done a podcast. Because <laughs> like, we know podcasts are a little bit longer, but you made this feel so comfortable. Oh. Yes, it was so much fun. And, honestly, you guys. They're so cool. Like, I hope I really hope that we come to North Carolina so we can just meet you guys. So yeah, yes. absolutely. 100%. Although somewhere else though, Brittany, Brittany's in Maryland. Maryland. Um, well, Brittany, you got you got to travel to North Carolina for this. So I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, going back to it uh, again, guys. Thank you so much for coming out and hanging out with us. This is the Elder Emo Hours, ladies and gentlemen. This was Outsider Heart. Mm-hmm.